Y'all yeah. don't go to houses because I'm not sure if they got bed bugs. <laughs> 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 I, that's the only reason I don't go to people's houses. But nah, I get you. I'm just talking to that. Quick disclaimer. Welcome to the We're Not Experts podcast. What you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It is not meant to be taken literally. Just like any other information, you need to do your research first. We're not experts, but you should also research information that these quote unquote experts tell you anyway. God bless you all. Thank you for listening. Cue the theme music. Tiz Reacts back in the beginning of another episode of the New Day's First Podcast. We got all of our amazing professional hosts. I ain't talking shit already. They already giving me shit about my damn garage, which we need to, uh, to set up in real soon. But with that being said, how y'all boys been, man? I've been good, man. I've been chilling, man. Just chilling, man. Working hard, you know. Being a father. We've been good. You know, for me, man, it's the same Groundhog's Day. Just here at the crib, man. Don't go nowhere. Oh, wait. Let me, uh, so before we start, I do want to say, I want to give a shout out to all the people over in uh, Tappahannock in Virginia that are listening. Um, we definitely see it. Let's continue. We're going to keep doing good shit. But uh, how was your week, man? Uh, Eric? Yeah, it was good, man. We didn't do nothing either. It was a short week, long weekend. Shit, so we were supposed to go to, uh, what's the name of that damn place? Carowinds. We were supposed to go to Carowinds when the kids ended up getting sick. She wasn't like really sick, but she said she was sick and then she was throwing up a little bit. So we just kind of didn't go after that. But I mean, other than that, my week has been good. I can't complain. Um, it is. Say again? Carowinds open already? Carowinds is open year-round on the weekends. Oh, on the weekends. Yeah. yeah. So, it, which is the weirdest thing because it ain't been warm here either. Yeah, that's what I was wondering when you told me about it last week. I was like, Carowinds is open? I yeah. think I said the same thing. So, but yeah, it is open. It's hilarious, too, because I feel, I feel a certain type of way sometimes. I'm not saying that you didn't want to go. But, like, I feel kind of weird like that shit, too, especially being that it's three hours away. Yeah. And then something comes up like, fuck, oh, man, we can't go. <laughs> shit. Oh, might as well just hang out. Yeah, you might as well just sit down. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much how I felt. Um, also, another shout out I did want to give to the people that lost their lives and that were injured over in uh, Michigan State. That's why I'm wearing a hoodie today. Um. It was a big thing that happened in Michigan right now. Um, I saw a lot of different people online or on Facebook because, you know, we're from Michigan. A lot of people were Michigan State alumni, and they uh, they were talking about how they were affected by it. And I don't know. It really it touched me. I don't know. I, I agree with you. Um, shit, if we're going to get them a shout-out, we got we to gotta do people that just died off the earthquake. All them goddamn people that just died. Oh, you're talking about in Turkey, too. Yeah, yeah that was a couple hundred, 300, something like that. No, it was in the thousands, man. God damn. Yeah, it was a big one. Damn. Yeah. So just rest in peace to all those people. Also, I just pray that, you know, they are getting their lives together because these natural disasters and just people in general, we just, I don't know, man. It's just... Not necessarily the best times. So shout out to those people. Um, let's just keep them in our prayers. You know, if you do pray, and things of that nature. Um, so I heard this real interesting topic. Um, apparently there is a prison. I don't know exactly where it is, but they were talking about how <laughs> you can uh, you can get a year off your prison sentence for giving up an organ. So, if y'all could get a year of prison sentence just from giving up an organ, would you do it? And, wait, wait. Let me add this part to it. So, it can't be an organ of your choosing. It's something that they need. So, you're in a queue, pretty much. And if they say, hey, we need a liver or, hey, we need a kidney, you just have to randomly give it up. Or you might get lucky and they might just say something along the lines of, okay, well, we just need 
don't know, maybe your eyeball or something. First thought. It depends on how much time I got. Man, I got 40 years. What the fuck are you doing for me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But really, to be honest with you, no, nah, I wouldn't do it for the simple fact. Now, you can't even tell me what about to take from me. So I, I wouldn't do it right now. I got 10 years, 5 years, 30 years. It don't fucking matter. Shit. It's, it's only a year, man. Keep what, my what if you're on a year and a half? year and a half for like vehicular manslaughter or some shit like that, you know what, what I mean? What about 5 years? Nah. I'm just saying, like, I, it don't really matter. I mean, a year and a half, that's a long time, but you still got five years. You still got three and a half years, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm saying your sentence is a year and a half, so you got 18 months. Oh, if you get, oh, if you get like 10 years, and then they be like, oh, well, you just get a year and a half, and you can take it. Hell yeah, you're going for that all day. What you want? What you, what you want? <laughs> I still don't think he got you, man. He's saying if you have a year and a half left, and you only have to just you could give up the order, you knock off a year, so you only have what six months. Yeah. Are you saying if I had it left? I thought yeah, you said yeah, I, yeah. I thought you saying like if I was to get like a ten year sentence, and instead of them sending me to ten, they gave me a year. No, no, I, I was just gonna let you roll with it. Well, yeah, Max, right? Oh. And you only had that amount of time left, so. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. No, no, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, just just your recovery, man. Like, uh, just to put it in perspective, like you're gonna take take out a kidney, I'm gonna be laid up for damn near a year anyway. So, nah, I'd rather, I'd rather keep my kidney, dog. Why not even make it for another year? <laughs> you know, what I mean, if my other kidney go out, then I'm fucked up. You'd be pissing a lot more. I mean, what if they just taking something simple? Like, I don't know, what's the most simple thing they can take? Like a goal. maybe like a testicle. <laughs> oh, hey, man. <laughs> if they if let's just say it's a testicle, it's a testicle of the year. Yeah, maybe because think about it. Um, you could sell a testicle for like like twenty five thousand or some shit like that. Yeah. So you're pretty much paying twenty five thousand to get a year off, and you now you're a speed bag. You ain't got a double bag. You speed bag. Where they buying them nuts at? Remember that dude in the train? Where they buying them nuts at, man? For twenty five thousand. Uh, hey, man. Hey, if you got if you got a good nut, man, apparently they're gonna buy it up. Look it up. <laughs> he said, you might find some weird shit if you look it up, but you gotta you gotta write it correctly so you don't see no weird shit. What I'm saying, why you buying a nick? Why you buying somebody's nut, right? Hey, people. Hey, people. You know, uh, <laughs> transplants, uh, testicular cancer. I, I get it, but then, now you're having all my kids. You know what I mean? They're no, all- no, your body's still producing the same <laughs> the testicle. I think, right? Oh, I like how I hold it like this too. Man, but, the ball at net. I ain't gonna lie, net is a powerful motherfucking thing. That's what, that's powerful. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying too, man. I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is right. Say because I don't know nothing about. It. I'm gonna be truthful. I'm fucking ignorant as fuck to that to this. So I'm trying to say is if you get my nut, just for say it's a white dude, he gets my nuts. You gonna have some black kids? I'm no, that's that's not no. How's it, how's it even gonna work again? Maybe they buy. That's wild. Like, how the fuck is it gonna rework? You gonna rework a whole testicle? Well, I mean, all the shit's still in there, dude. They just hook it back up. So, like, you're still producing. You should still be able to produce your own sperm. You know what I mean? Most of the time, it's it's someone who only has one and wants another or something like that, or has none. That's and wants wild. Because I got a step right. I ain't gonna hold you. Hold on. The way he just worded that, he said he said yeah, one person that have like they just want to buy nuts. And they got one and they just want another. It's <laughs> like so you just. Putting all the balls in your sack. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, shit. Some people have like metal pr- prosthetic fucking nuts too, man. Wow. Over there, some you know uh, the cow magnets and shit. Yeah. They have the cows eat them, so they hear when they smack together. It's like that shit all day long. Just just open your sack. That's wild. You know what I'm saying? Freaky <laughs> shit. I never heard. Yeah, this man, all you hear is clink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sound like a pendulum swept uh, hitting into each other. Ugh. All day long. That's rough. Imagine sitting on that motherfuckers too. You break your leg. I I don't I I, I got a topic for <laughs> what you got, man. So I seen on her uh on the internet earlier. Um y'all familiar with Blueface and um Krishan Rock? Absolutely. Yeah, so I seen on there um damn I wish I could pull it up. Um it was a tweet. Him and Lil Baby going back and forth because of um, Krishan. She, uh, I guess, Lil Baby sent them a sent her a text message, and um, 
I guess uh, the blue face got mad and he went on Twitter and started going off on him, telling him he, what do you say? I I I gotta pull it up, man, because he was wait, going. But which time? Huh? I said which time? You said what time? Yeah, yeah. I was saying which because they have a lot going on. Yeah, no, I'm saying you know, you know, the, you know, little baby, right? Yeah. Yeah, they was going back and forth because he texted her like, "What's up? I'll be a big bro, whatever." I guess it's a secret, big bro. I don't know, but at this point, so another topic that I kind of talked about because we're already talking about crazy shit, right? But I was talking about intrusive thoughts, and so it's funny that well, the other day I was watching my son, and I just watched him go through his thought process. He's a year old. And like he'll just be sitting there and just randomly he'll just run up and just, you know, punch somebody or smack him in the face. And I think it's just him reacting to his intrusive thoughts. So he just has a thought and he just goes and just does it. I wanted to ask y'all, do y'all have those types of intrusive thoughts often? I, I don't act on it, of course, because, you know, you have that thing in your brain that kind of stops you from actually acting on that type of shit. But I do have those thoughts from time to time. And that's some psycho shit, man. <laughs> but no, I, I, I don't like some. You know, shit. You know how humans is. I mean, walk in the store today, I want to punch somebody, but I don't think like that, man. That's thinking. Uh, y'all thinking a little off over there. It ain't off, but it's a little different. Nah, I mean, it's just it just thoughts, though, man. I, I know what you guys are saying. It's just like what are we? I think we're talking about this. On another, on the other, on another pod where we people walk around open carry, and like I was saying, like it's it was this dude uh, in Walmart again. I'm just regurgitating the same thing we were talking about. He was it was an older dude, and he's like leaned over like the counter, not the counter, like the 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 meat rack, right? You know? Oh yeah, I do remember, <laughs> like, what about remember we were talking about, and his gun was just sitting there, and I was just like, man, I should just take it, right? I mean, I don't want to do nothing to him, just take it just to see. You know, make him see what he's doing is, is wrong. Like, don't just have your gun just sitting there. I mean, I'm not thinking about killing him, but what I'm thinking is somebody probably thinks like that, you know what I mean, that would probably take it and oh, shoot. They do, they do that shit up here, bro. If your gun hanging out the right way, like, I used to be loose with my shit, have it hanging out my pocket or whatnot. Or take your shit and point it at you. <laughs> well, that's the thing, and that's what I'm trying to get at with those intrusive thoughts, right? I think it's more or less me thinking about scenarios. So I think about the craziest shit because I just think about, you know, when I walk into a building, what's the craziest thing that somebody could do to me at this point? So if I'm walking through a store and I just so happen to bend over, you, you already know what you're thinking about. You're like, okay. So in the most, uh, I don't bend over in pause. Pause, hey. exactly. <laughs> just because that's the way I think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, like you're trying to give up a kidney, man. <laughs> End up in a bathtub full of ice. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I also, I don't go to people's houses. I don't eat food. I don't drink. I Normally, unless it's somebody I really trust, I don't eat food and I don't drink stuff at people's houses because I feel like if I don't know them that well, they're probably going to drug me. I don't go to houses because I'm not sure if they got baby blood. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the only reason I don't go to people's houses, but nah, I, I get you. I'm just talking shit, man. <laughs> uh, you trying to make me, make me feel like I was crazy and shit. Like, oh, man. Nah, fuck, I got intrusive thoughts all the time. All the time. It's crazy shit you be thinking about. Oh, fuck it. I don't even know. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> just, just harming people. Yeah. Just randomly. Yeah. Like, I'm going to punch this motherfucker in the face. Mm -hmm. yeah. They'll be looking straight at me, too, and I'm thinking it. I'm like, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> And then obviously I don't. Hey, another thing I think about when I go in a restaurant, I always think about just running. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just running yeah. right out of it. I should leave this bitch. <laughs> well, fuck. Hey, check it out. Like uh, a lot of them restaurants after fucking uh, the pandemic, right? You sit down, you don't need to wait for the waiter. They had the QR codes on the fucking um, receipts now. Mm -hmm. I, I used it uh, not too long ago. Me, Junior, and Sonny went out. And I, I paid on it. And I'm like, yo, dude, I could have pretended to do this and just got up and left because we were sitting right next to the fucking exit. I should have I done that and been like, oh, I mean, obviously I didn't, but like, oh, 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 oh I paid, man. What are you talking about? Hey, no, fuck that. Y'all ever been out to eat, bro? And 
You ever been like eating hibachi or something and they bring the shit out separate? They got to keep cooking it separate and put separate shit on your plate. Mm-hmm. Bro, I went out to eat, bro. I seen this dude, man. This motherfucker, he big as hell, man, about, about, about seven feet. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm thinking my head, he ain't ordering enough food because, you know, they're cooking it and shit. And shit, bro, why the fuck every time they kept cooking something, he would eat it? Like, so you got your rice and your steak and you see, every time they would put something on his plate, you got to wait till it's all done. You eat all that shit. So now they at this at this point he ate the rice. Now he's just eating the chicken by itself. Now he's just eating the steak by itself. I'm like, what the fuck, you hungry motherfucker? <laughs> I hear my foot at the table whispering like, you need to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> That's some funny shit, man. Yo, those hibachi restaurants, man, them shits get you full as fuck quick. He ate shit, man. You you know, tear this up first, huh? <laughs> it was like he was just sitting there like, damn, when you gonna finish the rest of the shit, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's somebody that ain't never been nowhere, man. Yeah. Fuck that, man. He be probably having, bro. I don't know. That shit was funny, man. I was cracking on his ass the whole time. Like, it's hungry ass. You know, they throw the egg in your mouth. You know, he like, I, mean, I want the egg. Okay. Egg in my mouth. Hungry. He was big as hell, man. Yeah. That was a big motherfucker, dog. He was like German or something, man. Motherfucker, big. He was crazy and shit. Motherfucker, that was a big motherfucker, man. I just thought I shared that, though, man. That was some funny Bro, shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Them hibachi restaurants, they be out of fucking line. So the last one I went to, I went and I went when I was in Lawton in Oklahoma. And uh, the like, we were getting our hibachi, you know, they cooking the shit up. Everybody over there ordering shots. So then, like uh, we went out for this dude's birthday and everybody getting these shots they handing out shots and whatnot well he was getting shots of sake so they had to pull these other glasses up out the back because they you know they wanted to put them in like a special glass and whatnot so he pours the sake in the cup and he's like damn man he's like this is a new type shit so there's like little bugs running around in the cup of sake <laughs> he's like yeah i ain't never seen no shit like that and he like he Send a cup over to us. I was like, nah, man, that's bugs, bro. I was like, you ain't supposed to be drinking <laughs> Drinking the fruit, fruit flies? Yeah, it was like, it was a cup full of fruit flies. It was like 20 of them. Just <laughs> oh, hell. What made it even worse, and why I said it was out of order, was because they were like, yeah, uh, we're still going to charge you for the food, but you don't have to pay for the sake. Well, no, they actually charged them for the sake, too, but they were like, yeah, you don't have to give us a tip. Man, all this shit free. I'm gonna let this bitch down tonight. I'm calling. Uh, what's that shit called? The uh, health inspector. Yeah, I'm calling the health inspector right now. Y'all be what the fuck? Take pictures of that shit. That that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, and that brings it up too. Like when I go to new places, I make sure I look oh, at think- the, the grade, the rating of the fucking last health inspection. I look at the date. I don't know why. I do it everywhere I go, even in you fucking said- fast food joints. I'm like, when was these guys looked at last? You, you, said it was, you, said, you said it was a hibachi restaurant. So, <laughs> you take it back. Dog, I just thought about it. They some nasty motherfuckers. I went to a hibachi restaurant, and I'm looking in the back. I see the dude in the back. You know, they come out with a thing with the big-ass butter. Looking at the dude in the back, he taking his bare hands, taking the butter, and slamming it on the fucking plate. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Never ate there again, bro. Ever. Bare hands. <laughs> I'm like, shit. What if he ain't wash his hands? Like, yeah, they some nasty motherfuckers. Oh, so next. So while we on the talk about traveling and uh just a bunch of restaurants and things of that nature, I want to show y'all something. So right now there's a whole there's a whole movement on social media of dudes leaving the country and they're going to find women overseas. I don't know, y'all heard about y'all heard the term passport bros before? Hell yeah. Just, just, just fucking retarded. Okay, let me show y'all this video. So the other day, somebody sent me this very interesting video. It comes from a guy who goes by the name Mr. Passport Bro. And even though this is the first time I heard of this guy, I do have to think that he's at least somewhat red pill adjacent because he's literally dedicated his entire life and his entire YouTube channel to spreading this message that there are greener pastures abroad, and that he's done with the Western women of the world. He's done with their evil feminism. And not only does he feel that way, but he believes the people watching his video should feel the same. 
and that everyone should want what he calls a traditional housewife who is essentially going to be powerless in their relationship. This is really nothing new, as this type of activity has been going on for decades now. I believe they used to refer to this type of thing as a mail-order bride. We've even covered a couple guys on this channel. I think one was talking to a woman in Russia. I'm coming to basically try to sweep her off her feet. Do you have pictures of her? This is the one from the website where she looks like Angelina Jolie. Another one was talking to a woman in Thailand like he is here. And their whole relationship is going to be founded on a very transactional element. As the women in these situations want their green card. And they essentially want a chance at a better life over in America. While well, like I said, the guys involved in this pretty much want a docile relationship. Where they're going to hold all the chips in the casino. This man is apparently only like two days into his trip to Thailand. And he's already prepared to get married. He says she is wifey material. So guys, I'm currently in Thailand. This is my girlfriend. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. Do you, do you want to introduce yourself? You want, to, you want to introduce yourself? So it already starts out incredibly awkward. I mean, I think the look on her face really says it all. I have to imagine that this woman is actually used to being some sort of escort, as when these types of guys go overseas, a lot of them are also just looking to hook up with the workers there. And now she finally ran into her golden simp. She got her golden ticket like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. And I guess she really doesn't know how to act. She's she, she a little shy right now. So. She's my new girl. She's my new girlfriend. She's a little shy, but she is pretty though. I like her. Maybe we'll get married someday. Maybe we'll have kids, you know? Have a bunch of babies running around. I mean, this is almost the equivalent of going to a Hooters, meeting a waitress there who you know is going to flirt with you for her tips, and then in your head thinking that she's actually in love with you. Like, that's about as real as this relationship right here is. Also, just a little word of advice. If you meet somebody, and within the first couple weeks that they know you, they're talking about marriage or they're talking about kids. I mean, talk about a massive red flag. Tell her, so can you cook? Can you cook? Yes. I can cook. I can clean. Yeah, see, this is why <laughs> I came to Thailand, to find a traditional woman. See, in the United States, women don't cook and clean. All they do is complain. And we don't got time for that. That's why I got my passport, and I've left. I've left the United States to come seek a wife and to have a traditional relationship. And that's another talking point that these red pill guys really like to spew out constantly. They'll be like, oh, where are all the good women who like to cook and clean and let men cheat on them as much as they want in their relationship? You know, where'd all these women go? It's insane that as they start to be able to work and earn their own living, you know, not have to be so dependent on a man, that they now basically don't want to be a servant who's going to pretty much put up with absolutely anything. I mean, seriously, if you are an adult, and you don't know how to do very basic things... Hey, B, you still there? Yeah. You watch the video? Yeah, I'm watching it. Okay, now I'm going to stop it right there. So, yeah, because it starts to get really skewed from that point. But... The whole concept of passport bros, right? And so there's a whole movement of dudes leaving the States <clears throat> and they're going overseas and they're pretty much just finding women over there and there's a lot of women that are mad about it. But how do y'all feel about that after watching that video? Man, we was just talking about intrusive thoughts. I wanted to punch that fucking dude in the face the whole time. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Yo, he's a, whatever. I don't know. What about you, man? Hey, man, it's not. The crazy thing is, I've, I've been watching this. It's been prevalent all over. Well, social media, for the most part, these dudes are just boasting consistently, you know what I mean, about having a passport. Like, it's a really difficult thing to get. But no, I mean, I, me, myself, man, I was, I, was, I was planning on doing like, um, uh, goddamn, not, not, not like a YouTube, but because I'm on TikTok as well, like doing a TikTok video on that. Just like dude was, because it's it's just ridiculous, man. Like, listen, they, they sound so weak. Like those dudes sound really weak. Like they can't actually talk to females, like in the states. And don't get me wrong, like, yeah, times have changed. Just like they're saying, you know, like females now have jobs. They have education. They're more educated than males are now, and they can get jobs. So like, we need to transition with the times. Like these dudes are trying to live back in the fifties and the forties. 
And just like you said, just like in the video when he's like, what can you do? I can cook and clean. You can clearly tell he told her to say that, right? Because at the end, like, that's the only thing he had to say afterwards. See, she cook and clean. American women don't do that anymore. I'm like, you know what? Get at my this point, like, after I thought about it and, like, put it into retrospect and then, you know, critically thought about it, I was like, just go ahead and do whatever the hell y'all do, man. Like, it, I don't even care no more. It's just like, go do whatever you do if you want to go over there because those chicks are going to get with you. They're going to get to the States. And then, you know what I mean, next thing you know, they be talking to Mac. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I'm on some serious shit. Like, they're going to leave. You see all, like, all these fat dudes, right? With the chick talking about Angela Jolie. Like, that, she don't really like you. Like, she don't like you at all. Like, soon as she get to the States, get her papers right. She's gone. Yeah. Man, she's gone. Like, get this fat, nasty dude away from me. So, let him do that, man. All I see it is more for me, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> more options for me. I mean, because, hey, I don't know, man. This shit is cringy, man. It's cringy as hell. And, I mean, I, I just got a lot on that topic, and I don't want to get too much into it because I don't think it's appropriate for this platform. But, yeah, man, dude's... Dude, strippy, man. Like, it's, it's super weird. Like, super weird. You should see. And that's not just him, man. Like, he look cringe as hell. But it's worse dudes than he is. Then, I mean, it's worse people than that, man. It's the ones I've been seeing. It's just, I don't know. It's this dude that wear these glasses. Same, it's a black dude wearing the glasses. I guess he called himself Passport Bro, too. You know what I mean? Because I didn't know he actually had his name like that. But he's cringe. He's more cringy than that guy. He, he wears like this glass and he constantly do videos as in while he goes overseas. Hey, B. Hey, B, you still there? He's got his stuff muted as well. Yeah, I'm here. Just, uh, I got no comment on there, but, uh, that's a little. Hey, you said you ain't got no comments? You probably yeah. I just text you. Yeah, I don't know. That, uh, those guys are fucking lonely, man, at the end of the day, but people have been doing that for a long time. So my thing about the Passport Bros, right? Because at first, you know, I was, I'm not going to say I was with the movement, but I could understand why people would go overseas and want to find a woman. What, where he lost me was when he started bashing American women which you see a lot of people do that same thing whenever they join interracial relationships, which I have no issues with, but don't diss the people from the place that you came from. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's a little bit misplaced. And the fact that that dude, he, by all means, he, he's a cornball. He's a loser. You can see it on his face. The way that he was acting with the woman, you could already tell that the reason why he can't get women is because that's just the way he is. He, he's a loser. Yeah. And that relationship is all transactional. Like, you went over there, it's like two days. Where the hell did you meet this girl that you kissing and talking about you about to get married that quick? Like, it's crazy. So it's all transactional. She's there for money. And you can see it on her face. Like, she wasn't excited to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just like dude said, the guy who was running that YouTube thing. That guy, yeah, that guy's cornball, too. Whatever. And I feel uncomfortable talking about it. It's weird. I don't yeah. like. I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's a whole weird situation. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a huge fan of it. I just kind of wanted to see what y'all thoughts were on it, because for the most part, what I used to see, and it's just weird how social media is, right? Because it's so skewed depending on where you sit. So, the first video that I seen about the passport bros stuff, it was a woman that was very angry about men meeting women overseas and marrying. And then you see another side of the video. So that's that YouTube is on the other side of, uh, of the algorithm that I don't necessarily get to see all the time. So I saw that video and I was like, you know what? That is actually some loser ass shit. And you sit there and you look at that dude and you actually watch the video. You're like, this dude is a, a loser. Just straight up. And you can tell, like y'all were saying before, it is transactional. And I don't think it's, it's a good relationship for them to be in. I think it's loser shit. And like Kevin Samuels was saying, a lot of times men need to get their shit together before they can go out and try to approach people as opposed to just going out and looking for the first thing that's available. 
He died, didn't he? He did. Mm. God rest his soul. That nigga used to get a free game. <laughs> I did. fucked up with real. I was I was listening to some shit and yeah, he get free game. For real, for real. He told me he like a lot of motherfuckers don't even um a lot of motherfuckers, the older you grow. So say we all go to the club, right? And we all out. Now we all around the same age range. Well, I'm twenty eight, y'all. Y'all thirties, whatever. But nobody here forty yet. Was it y'all forty yet? Not yet. No, you forty. Forty met. All right, fuck it. So all of us from from twenty eight to forty. You in the early forties, whatever. So our our income supposed to be, you know, fixed. Meaning you getting paid as a twenty eight to thirty year old. You again. Our income is fixed, meaning we not. He said it's basically he was saying there's people in the club that's 30, 40 years old with the base salary of $9,000 a year. You're not a grown man if you got a $9,000 a year salary because you don't make enough money. You can't even buy a wardrobe to, to a company uh, to be a, you know what I'm saying? Like the older you get, the more your income's supposed to go up. So he said, he said, he said by the time you 40, 50, supposed to be making like, I don't know what he say, fifty five to seventy grand a year. He said your income's supposed to go up every five years, constantly. So and I, I can agree with that because shit, there's a lot of motherfuckers in there that's fifty. They only make five thousand a year. You know, they'll be the hating motherfuckers that want to fight. You know what I'm saying? They bumped over your bitch, then bike bumped into your bitch the wrong way. <laughs> he said, he said five thousand. Be what kind of people need, man? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro, Motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Motherfuckers broken and broke, bro, man. I'm from Detroit. That's, that's you broke. Think about talking to a woman. Man, huh? you five grand a year. You shouldn't be thinking. I know niggas that don't make that a year and still got a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. They, they, the little cost thing. You read a real little cost thing. That's a. Shit. Like, but. Huh? I'm just saying, like him and four of his boys share a house. They all got a room. <laughs> I don't know, man. These people out here, I like that though, bro. I don't really make nothing, you know. No, a lot of them live with their parents, or they live with somebody that they, that they can leech off of. And a lot of times, it's a woman that they leeching off of. Sadly, majority for real. And then they want a submissive woman. <laughs> <laughs> Females that do it too. That that's that's. Living with their parents or whatnot, you know, it just depends on what what's best for your life. You know, I can't really judge nobody, but those be the people in the club that want to fight all the time. You know? Hey man, you step on this Jordan, it's gonna take him about two months to buy another one. Fix, <laughs> <Thanks>, motherfucker, shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, riff. Nah, but honestly, Kevin Samuels had a lot of great information that he was pushing out, and I just wish. That people actually listened before they they started chiming in on them, and not just listening to just a quick little clip. Like it, it makes me it makes me upset. Nah, but it was it was the, his delivery too, man. You know what I mean? And then and they all do it on purpose. You know what I mean? He was he was kind of disrespectful though, bro. He was wild, yeah. dude. That shit was that shit was funny as fuck though. He'd be he'd be like yeah, he'd be firing motherfuckers up. Yeah, all day. Like he 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 be hanging up on people at a certain time because they wouldn't tell him something he'd ask him. They were dancing yeah, around and he's okay, like, so nope. in, that, in that aspect, yes, because it's his show. Like if you're on yeah. somebody's show, you're calling into somebody's show and he's asking you a question, you know what the show's about already. Just yeah. ask the question. Yeah, he's <laughs> he, he asked this one lady, he's like, Are you fat? And she's like, Well, my weight doesn't matter. He's like, No, I asked you. And she said she started dancing around and he's like, I don't I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> and then he talked shit about her afterwards. No one was still listening. He called the girl. Well, I'm back at that one time. That thing blew up. Yeah, man. yeah. I think it was that same one. <laughs> he's like, he's like same I'm back at Brian Erlacher. So, <laughs> yo. But that's yeah, what I, I, I seen the girl. He was like, bitch. It was way. He was like, he was like, uh, he was like, she's like, why you ain't got a man? He said, why you ain't got a man? She said, I'm 30 with uh three kids and. I can find a man. He said, bitch, you need to be, what he said, bitch, you need to be giving up that pussy or something. I don't know what he said. <laughs> he said, he's so raw, dog. Fuck with him. 
What else? Let, let me ask you. Go ahead. He remind me on Charleston White. <laughs> but just moving on, right? So while we're talking about a little bit about my body, my choice, let me show you all this video. <laughs> Y'all catch it? I'm gonna play on the phone. Let's post the rhyme right there. That lady right there. She just grabbed his cheeks. So let me just ask y'all. Is that warranted? Hell yeah. It wasn't her desired outcome that she was looking for. Hey, play it one more time. I didn't see it, bro. Well, it's hard to see because the video is a little small. But what what happened is this this lady comes up on Buster and he, she grabs him on the ass and he turns around and splashes her in the face drink, with the yeah. drink. Yeah, you can see she was. There's another video where she's like super embarrassed that he just threw the drink at her, but it's like, why are you grabbing this grown man's ass? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. You don't even know. You don't even know the dude, man. Like, I can see if she knew him, you know what I mean? Like, she was just, like, you know, trying to get his attention, but playing around type. You know what I mean? These, just, these are just basic groupies, man. She's just a groupie that thought, you know, he probably would like it and be like, oh, come back with this or whatever. You know what I mean? Because I'm quite sure that's what she would look My assumptions. My assumptions. Yeah. Quite sure. <laughs> That's what she probably was looking for, because ain't no way you're gonna go grab his ass, make it a sexual, make it sexual in nature, right? You could easily just went up and said, "What's up, Buster?" or whatever. Grab his hand. Don't grab his ass. Even I mean, grab the hand too. Like, don't touch me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't even. I don't even like my old lady like touching up on my cheeks, man. I don't. I don't play that. I don't like it. It, it freaks me out. I'm sure if you to turn around and be like, "What if I'd have grabbed your ass?" You'd be like, "Go ahead." You know what I mean? Yeah, something like that. But I don't know. That that could have got turned around in the media as well. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. As I think these women need to be held accountable just like they if they were men. I mean, in situations like that, you gotta have you gotta have it fair across the board. That woman, she should be fired from her job. She should be they should figure out who she is, she should be fired, and she needs to be talked about online the way that a lot of men are talked about. And I'm not taking it for them creepy ass men because they do creepy ass shit too. And they need to be locked the fuck up. But her ass need to be locked up too. She need to be registered too. Yeah, like that that's a sex crime. Like legit. Okay. Honestly, he should have punched her. Yeah, that that could have gone a different way too. I know. Big time. He's famous. Yeah. She would have sued him. Yeah. But then again, you got assault plus uh, assault and then sexual assault. See, that's but that's busted though, man. If that was me. She would have got that desired outcome. I'd have been like, yo, what you trying to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying, man, that's, that's what she was trying to get at, man. Your that's, body, your choice. Mm -hmm. uh, but just moving on from that. So, conversation that I'm seeing a lot on TikTok is people are saying something along the lines of when. It just sucks. They say something along the lines, of, and I quote, it sucks that you have kids that weren't good at sports coaching your kids. Like, how does that make you feel and all this other stuff? But I wanted to ask y'all, do you think that people who weren't necessarily good at a certain sport shouldn't coach, like, should be coaching? I mean, a coach, you don't have to play to be a good coach, man. I'm sure, you know, Allen Iverson probably don't know shit about coaching basketball. I mean, he was a great basketball player. It's a, if you look at, like, Bill Belichick, man, he's a great football coach. I'm quite sure he wasn't a good football player. It's it's all about the mind, man. It's all about planning, you know what I mean? And strategizing, like. I agree, but I I'm don't know. I'm going to break down the tape, like, say, what's, what's a good basketball coach? Um, Steve Kerr, right? Like, Steve Kerr is a good player, and now he's a good coach. Like, he's in breaking down tapes and understand people's tales and all that. Some people just not made for it. You know what I mean? Like, look at Andy Reid. Just won the Super Bowl. I'm quite sure he wasn't good at football. You know what I mean? You can just tell. I, I say it like this, though. I feel, I feel you probably don't have to be the greatest player that played football for sure, but 
you got to have some knowledge in that shit. You got to know the game. You got to know. If you don't know the game, you can't be a good coach. So you're going to be doing illegal shit all day or, you know, just. So I agree with you. Don't got to be the best player. No, you don't. But you got to know that game. Yeah, you can, you can know the game enough. Knowing, knowing the game comes from experience off being in the actual game. So I say you don't have to be the best player, but you then there got to know you got to know this shit. You got to know how the player thinking and how to coach them. You are the coach, so you you know what I'm saying. So you got got to know. That's a that's on the professional level too, though. So I mean, anybody who's there nine times out of ten, they're probably not. They probably weren't the greatest. <clears throat> but I'm 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 more. I was more think, so thinking of like. You asking that question for our children, right? Mm-hmm. You know these these kids never really played the sport ever before organized, and now they are. I'd rather someone be knowledgeable and decent at the sport, trying to teach my my kid how to play. So what he doesn't learn from me, or she doesn't learn from me, he he or she can learn over there. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think for like when it comes to the first the the kid's first competitive level, that coach should be decent. You know what I mean? Instead of teaching bad habits, so later on those are harder to break as you as the kids keep moving up the level if they like the sport. That's how I feel. But on the professional level, yeah, Andy Reid. You seen videos of him from uh, back when he was playing? He's a big old dope man, but he's he's a he's a good coach. I mean, I, I get what you're saying too. Is in the fundamental stage of them learning mm-hmm. the sport, but still, I I think. A person that never that never played the sport that actually knows it inside and out yeah. will get better because, say, for like myself, I played football and I always tackle with my head, right? Now you want me to teach your, teach your kid how to play because yeah. I know it works. You know yeah. what I mean? You want somebody that don't know exactly what to do and be like, listen, you need to put your head to the side, hit with your shoulder, right? The right way to do yeah. it. Like me, I, I just I learned bad and I played bad, but that that was effective for me because I know if I leave with my head, it typically get the person to go in the direction I want them to go, right? I mean, because yeah. my body weight's behind it. I mean, well, but when we were playing football too, man, we were just ripping each other's heads off. The only thing that we were worried about was getting stingers and breaking our neck. Like, put your head back. Put your head back when you hit him. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't care for none of that shit. I'm, I was dropping my head. I didn't give a fuck. I felt like... Yeah, we all were. Because it was easy. I, it was easy to spear the fuck out of someone. That was about it. I felt like, I felt like the louder the hit, the shit, the harder the hit. Shit. Yeah. And then you you, uh, you see the fucking light flashes, and you're like, oh, what was that? And you keep going. <laughs> no, see, the worst thing that happened to me in football, bro, I had... Uh, bro, I got the wind knocked out of me, bro. Like... Like, like I start breathing. <laughs> I, got I, hit so, I got hit so fucking hard, bro. I was playing receiver, man. I was coming across the middle for the touchdown. They threw me the ball and I caught it. When I caught the motherfucker, I, said, I caught it. And he was right there, bro. That motherfucker hit me right like in the middle of my stomach, bro. I was like, <laughs> like I'm talking, I just felt like I was dead, bro. I'm like, what the fuck going on? Coach ran in there. He like, uh. Just breathe, breathe. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, what the f- I'm good. Nah, like, I ain't never had that happen to me before, bro. Like, that shit was, yeah, I had to set up a place after that one. Yeah, I mean, I had the same issue. I mean, I know the same about football, but it was the same thing. I mean, the, losing your ear. But mine wasn't as serious as yours, right? So we was on the kickoff, kicked the ball off, and I was sprinting down the field, like haul assing at the top. As fast as I can run. I remember the dude hit me from the side, so the hit didn't really hurt. I, I couldn't even tell you he hit me. It felt like a, a soft push, but that's basically probably like most of my feet was in the air at the same time. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what it was because all I can remember is seeing my body just going to the side, and I saw the sun, and I just slapped straight on my back, man, like boom, knocked all the air out of my body, man. Listen, I came out, came out that game for the whole that whole series right there, man. Because yeah. going on defense and safety came out for the whole series. Like hell, and I had to catch my breath. And the hit wasn't even hard. It was just me hitting the ground, and all my air was gone, man. Yeah, all, that's... yeah. All I saw was sun in my cleats. <laughs> oh, that's all yeah. I saw. Hey, hey, Rojo, he's really out there trying to rip each other's head off. Right? Yeah, we were, we were. Dog, I, I played, I played defense, right? So there's two two negative sides. I hated being on kickoff return simply because they scored, but also I played defense, so I just got scored on. 
And then we've, we, I, I was on the front wall of the kickoff fucking return, dog. That was the most terrifying shit all the time, dude, because I'd be running back. Bro, like, you all right, time to turn around. And then I just get fucking annihilated. Get dropped off the whip. You gonna get I, hate, I, was, I hated it. I hated it so much because I knew <laughs> I was going to get fucked down because me me and a couple of other homies were, at the time, we were like 6'2". They're like, yeah, we got to take them out. And of course, they come straight from my ass. And I'm like, oh, that's what's up. I guess that's I'll take it out. For kickoff, though, like this was when you get fucked up on the kickoff. Kickoff? No, I never had a problem on kickoff. It was always kick return. Yeah. My side of the shit, man. Yeah, oh, my God. By the time I get to work, Needed to be the fast ass bucks off the other turn. I'd turn around and just be done, man. You scoring? No, they would just be fucking running my ass over. Try to get to the second wall. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I used to I used to love destroying walls, man. That was my that was my life. That's what I was trying to tell you. I used to run down there as fast as possible. See, yeah, they, they got a motherfucker like you, and I'm 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 fucking sprinting my ass off. Turn around, they, 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 they form that wall, man. I don't even care if I make the tackle. I just want to hit <laughs> so hard. Just this, shit, up. this shit really so dangerous as being a child, though, because, like, it's a lot of kids out there that don't got a clue on what the fuck is going on. I'm trying to tell you, especially JV, Dream Varsity, and, and, and freshmen and all that shit. They don't got a clue, man. Like, a motherfucker literally run right past you, and they come right back to you and drop your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, y'all be lacking. That's what I used to do. Oh, y'all be lacking. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Funny. He up. Then he woke up. Nah, he woke. I bet you keep his head on the swivel. <laughs> nah, so that shit dangerous. The reason I brought up the topic is because one, I thought it was interesting. And two, I've been coaching soccer for three years, right? First two seasons, winless. Never played soccer in my damn my life. Didn't even know the rules the first season. <laughs> See, that's that shit I was talking about. Man. Yeah. I'm over but, here talking shit straight to your face. Yeah, no, it's not good. It's not good. I want to smoke. <laughs> Second year, I had a dude that actually coached before, and he kind of like he was a football coach. Didn't really coach soccer, so we were just fucking trying to figure it out. And the third year uh, was the assistant coach, and we ended up um, I actually helped out a lot. I brought the knowledge that I had, and then he brought the knowledge he had. And the dude was actually a pretty good coach, and we won. We only dropped one game that year. We made it all the way to the championship. But my thing was, yes, in regards to football and like contact sports like that. Well, in any sport in general, I think you have to have a good understanding of the fundamentals, just period, just point blank period. I do think that you do have to understand it at least. But a lot of times, what made, what made me mad about the video was that people complain, but people don't volunteer. So how are you going to complain when talking about, yeah, this dude used to suck, or he don't know how to play the fucking sport, when you don't fucking volunteer? You let your kids get coached by this dude. Instead of like, I'm pretty sure if you got the knowledge, the dude's going to be like, okay, well, yeah, go ahead and show me what you know. Mm -hmm. And go ahead and go out here and coach these kids. But instead of doing that, you want to just complain. And that's the only reason why I actually get out there and I coach because we we had about five teams. There was two people coaching. They didn't have a coach for any of the other teams. So the other kids would just show up to practice and there would be nobody there. So I was like, okay, let me step into the squad. And I ended up liking it a lot. Eventually learned a little bit of the fundamentals. But yeah, I do agree that there's things that you can learn from playing the game. I do think that you don't know everything from just kind of standing on the sideline, but you can kind of figure out just by watching the kids after a season or two. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm still feeling bad, though. I'm like, no, no, no. Talk I'm like yeah, fuck that shit. No, that's why I let y'all go first. You motherfucker. <laughs> I get that, too, man. You want the full spectrum in on the coach. I mean, played and have knowledge of the game. But I think some people just, you know, the ones with the knowledge, I think they have an advantage if you just have straight knowledge. As in, if you know, like like something I just I just found out probably about two years ago. Like if you if on the kickoff, if you kick the ball and the ball is inbounds, if I run out of bounds and then just lean in and touch the ball, the ball is considered out of bounds. That's crazy. I'm talking about if the ball stopped rolling and everything. I put my feet outside the line and then touch the ball. Now that ball goes to the 40. That's just knowledge of the game. And a lot of people yeah. that played wouldn't even know that. You know what I mean? Like, I played and I didn't know that. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, how the hell is it out of bounds? The ball's sitting right in bounds. I see it. It's also been a long time since we played football. I mean, I still didn't know that shit, though. That was yeah, something. I ain't nobody know that shit. I, dog, I just showed up. 
And we, we, being, being where we were in New York too, man, we were garbage. We were fucking trash, dog. I think, yeah, but I think the best year we had was our senior year. We went nine and two, but we just switched divisions. We went down, so we couldn't go to the to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> ass, man. It was literally probably like four motherfuckers in order to play football. That four to five motherfuckers. Everybody else was just trash. That's why I said there's a lot of kids out there that's clueless. Even varsity, they clueless out there getting smashed every day. Yeah, we. <laughs> Pause. Oh, learn though. You gonna learn. You really gonna learn. <laughs> so my kids, man, come on. Yeah. Man. So real quick, just what do you want to say to the people? What was it, Tam Tamahawk? Tamahani. Good. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you're in. Uh, you're not in prison, but if you are, that's fine. Thank you for listening to us. Big facts. Big facts. Yeah, we appreciate it. We uh, actually want y'all to, uh, if there's any topics y'all want us to talk about, to email. We're not experts, podcast. Uh, we're not experts at gmail.com. So there's no E in experts. It's just W E R. Well, I'm going to uh, put the link on the screen. But for the people listening. And then, and then, oh, yeah, they are listening. So, yeah, it's W E R E N O T X P E R T S at gmail.com. So send us topics if you want to be a guest or you know you need anything you want to talk about, then contact that email. Yeah, man. And if some of y'all have five years, man, give up a kidney, a testicle, and a lip. <laughs> Knock off three of them, three of them five years, man, so you can get out here and talk with us, man. But no, um make sure your kids go on to people that know what they're doing when it comes to sports. <laughs> All right, that's that's my take on. Hey, I got one piece of advice and one piece of advice only: get your passports. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been another episode of We're Not Experts podcast. And we out. Peace. Mm-hmm.